0: The 2022 Concordia Student Union elections are here, and in collaboration with the Concordian and the LINK, CGLO 1690 AM presents the CSU series, where we will showcase interviews with the CSU's new team of executives. Here, Zachary Fortier of the LINK interviewed Asli Isaac, the Academic and Advocacy Coordinator. It's been okay. I mean, I'm part of the core to students that had, that came on in fall, fall 2020, so, like, even though I'm a second year, it kind of feels like I'm a first year just because it's my first, like, experience at university, which is kind of weird. Um, it's been good, though. I, I As much as, like, I, I do enjoy a Zoom university, I feel like, especially in sociology, there's so much more to gain when you're in person, Um and I, I appreciate so much the professors that are allowing us to do hybrid courses. Like all of our professors are gems. Um, and I do recognize that it isn't easy to be in person all the time for some people. And even myself, like I've had times where I had to isolate at home. Um, but having the opportunity to be in class and have these discussions, it adds so much. In sociology, you have to have conversations. You have to talk about different perspectives. And it, it just adds so much to the course when there's like human contact, which doesn't happen on Zoom. I mean, I'm the first one to be muted with my camera on, so I'm not even going to that on anybody else.
1: Love that. What do you, what would you say is your experience in this realm? What do you think makes you prepared for this position?
0: Yeah, um, so I was involved in my student association in my stage um, So I went to Heritage College in Gatineau, and I had the chance to be president of my student association. Um, and in that case, I was the main representative to governing boards and all that. And I also, like I said, I was the court that dealt with COVID, so that March 2020, I was in, pre- I was president at that time. So, like, I'm I'm prepared for <laughs> the polite challenges that will come my way, and kind of the, and it, it's in the nicest way possible. Sometimes in these situations, it's really condescending um, in the way that administrators will talk to students. Um, but I think I've built my th- skin thick enough to deal with it and be able to navigate it.
1: How would you define student advocacy? Uh,
0: Good question. I think, first of all, student advocacy comes with student mobilization. I think it's very difficult for us to advocate for students if students are not involved first. So before we get to the step of advocating for students, we first have to, like, rally students behind us. And I think this is something that, like, our slate is really, like... um, is something that we're going to push. I know for myself, I'm going to like really make this a priority of mine is just getting students that aren't already involved in student life at least have their ear peeled in Um, because it's not easy to advocate for 20% of students that are actually on board for something because when the time comes to apply pressure, uh, we won't have the numbers to do it soundly. So I think the first step to being good student advocates is just having people to advocate for and people that are actually involved and that that responsibility falls on us to get students involved and to actually talk to our peers and like hey be like hey there's this event there's this motion and like just like talk peer to peer more
1: in and outside of school in both of those contexts what has been your experience in advocacy in general
0: um so for the past two year and a half, I'd like to say since, since November 2020, I got the chance to work with um, the Canadian Council for Youth Prosperity. And I was, um, my last position was at a youth workforce consultancy. And basically, in general, my position was basically trying to get young people and students hired in different institutions across
1: Canada. Fantastic. Uh, So as, um, as someone who might have this position, what would you say your biggest priorities are going to be? Uh,
0: I don't want to say rekindling the the relationship with the administration, but kind of setting a new tone Um, because I don't doubt the incredible work that the past student execs have done, like this CSU, the last CSU slates, and every CSU slate that has passed before um, when it comes to working with the administration, but clearly there's a point where something isn't clicking. And I don't think it's necessarily coming from the CSU's end most of the time, and neither is it probably coming from the administration's end, but there has to be a point where we just like re-strategize and figure out how can we get what students want and also get this university on our side and kind of rebuild like a non-hostile relationship.
1: What would you say are students' biggest needs right now?
0: Um, I think a lot of students are just missing support from the administration, or not necessarily. I, I'm speaking in a COVID lens because, unfortunately, that's like our biggest, well, not unfortunately, but that's like our state's biggest priority at the moment. Um, and it's really um, making education accessible for students throughout COVID, and especially not letting students be penalized by the administration's stance on how they're going to proceed with education. So there's some profs that aren't letting that happen and they're enabled by the university to do that. And I don't think that's the healthiest way to go about when we're actively in a pandemic.
1: How would you, um, you mentioned um, the issue of accessibility and the admin not being cooperative enough. How would you, as a member of the CSU, be applying pressure? I think
0: also, like... If our priority at the moment is to make uh, education in times of pandemic accessible and to make that transition from in-person to COVID less jarring than it actually was, we're gonna have to find out why exactly things are done the way they were. Um, So I just, I'm very step-by-step and like in the way I approach situations. So I wanna like first figure out what I'm stepping into and then break it down and see what can we change from that to make it better for students.
1: Do you feel like there is a lack of transparency coming from the administration?
0: I think so. I think there's a lot of, um, at least from my end, I, I feel like there's, speaking for myself, I feel like I, I'm completely blindsided sometimes when we get emails saying that we're going in person, we're going back to um, Zoom, like this like weird flippy floppy scenarios of education at the moment. Um, and I don't think there's any clear insight as to where they're getting their information from and how these decisions are being made.
1: Amazing. Um, you will obviously be having to deal with students a lot and especially in relation to administration, kind of that facilitative role that you mentioned. Um, how do you go about problem solving? Um,
0: good question. <laughs> um, I, I'm really methodical in a way that I, I'm trying not to, um, not to say that emotions are bad, but um, in partic- these particular situations to give myself as much time to like think as possible and not really like jump the gun um I'm very pensive like I'll, I'll oftentimes like take a step back from situations and like maybe dip out for like a few minutes and like just have a quiet moment to think to myself and then before going forward but one thousand percent it's it's just like about listening and hearing both sides and it sounds so basic and stupid but I feel like sometimes I don't listen enough and I don't hear enough what's happening um and just being attentive to what's actually like what's on the ground happening and then secondly going into like not fix it mode, but okay, this is the situation. Now, what are we gonna do about it? Uh,
1: In a complete different, uh, (laughs) in a complete shift from that, I wanna ask you about um, the university's handling of coronavirus and um, what do you think have been the strong points, the weak points? What would you like to see different?
0: Um, Taking action when Omicron happened, um, definitely I think Pausing classes for a certain period was really good, especially with how quickly cases were rising. Um, The bad part, I think the university has been horrible at communicating anything related to COVID and especially doing it in a timely manner. I think we've been receiving information so last minute and at the very last minute possible. And also, I think a not so positive point for the university is I don't know how... I don't know how well their social distancing is actually being used on campus. I've been in situations since fall 2021 where I get into class and it's shoulder to shoulder students. There is absolutely no social distancing, and especially in university where there's no mask, uh, there's no vaccine mandates. That is kind of concerning that we're there's no like practice of social distancing whatsoever. Um, I think the university is absolutely failing on that front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot of positives. I think there's a lot more negatives than positives, which is the frustrating part of it
1: how would you define your personal values
0: um I would say sounds like I don't know it sounds weird to say but like justice I I I hate seeing injustice happen to others I hate um I think if I'm in a position, especially the one that I'd be coming into, or any position of student advocacy where my my voice kind of echoes the voices of many others, um, I think the most important part is to make sure that I'm doing justice to the voices that I'm representing. So I'm not representing myself in my positions, I might have to like, um, maybe fold on my personal ego and my personal values just because I'm not elected by myself. (laughs) Um, and if it's what the student body wants, then it's what the student body wants. But I have to hold that to justice. How
1: important is a sense of community to you?
0: Oh, so important. I think there's absolutely nothing. Well, not nothing, but like it's really hard to get anything done without community or- organizing and community mobilization. I think being in touch with our student groups is going to be paramount for us to actually make anything happen. Um not just being like connected on them with socials, but like actually going to their events, talking with not just the leaders of those groups, but like it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to be exhausting. But like, if we want students to be involved in the CSU, then we have to be involved in what's important to them as well. It's like, I don't know how to say it in English, but like you have to, you have to give to both sides. We can't expect students to like come to all CSU uh, events, opportunities, and stuff without um, taking care of what's actually important for most students as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um- What would you, if you can pick like, I don't know, two or three things you would really like to see change around Concordia, what would be those big things?
0: Okay, Um, I would say uh, 1000% academic accessibility in times of COVID. Um, I've repeated, I kept repeating it, but like having hybrid learning for students, the pass-fail option, I don't think, um, COVID has not passed this, but the university is trying to pretend as if COVID is behind us when it's like a still livable, lived experience for most students on campus. Um, and I, I think it, it's, it'd be incredibly unf- unfortunate if students' academics would be affected by this. Um, so that is like number one. Uh, number two, I'd like to see more, um, more links between the CSU and different uh, student organizations across campus. So, like, thinking about uh, ASPA, JMSB student organizations, the art, uh, fine arts student associations, and all of those groups. Uh, I'd like to see a bit more collaboration between all of us, because I think we're all working towards the same goal, but kind of separately. And again, power in numbers. And not to say CSU would be, like, the, the, the top of that, but, like, like a, very much like a horizontal collaboration between all these different student groups. I'd say those are the, the two. Mm-hmm. And also taking up um, the the work that I've done at ASU for the past year on um, anti-racism and anti-sexual violence and really like honing in uh, power dynamic responsibility through student representatives and kind of bringing that culture to the CSU um, and understanding that like this is, it's still a professional work environment. It's still a job. Um, and being accountable for discrimination, harassment in the workplace is not above any Concordia student politician, and bringing that culture with me and and making that um, a bit more concrete within the CSU.
1: How present and how real are um, sexual harassment and racism on campus, would you say?
0: I think there are more cases than there are those that are reported and um, I can say this from my personal experience like I've been in classrooms where professors say the n-word I've been um, I've been the one to write letters to the administration when I was at the BSU I'd be one of the people that, um, that write the letter to the administration when we, when we have a professor say the n-word and not only say the n-word but double down on their use of the n-word and and berate a, a, a black student when they call them out on it. Um, I think Concordia is far from being perfect, like many universities. Um, But I think there's like a tiny little baby step in the right direction right now. And there are a lot of really passionate and incredibly smart students right now that are working towards a better campus
1: for all. Uh, So with this role, I think I've covered basically all my questions. What would you say uh, personal and in a larger sense would be your main goals as academic and advocacy coordinator?
0: I think personal, I think this was always like a field um that I've kind of always wanted to go in like I, I I do hopefully want to pursue law in the future but I also want to be I don't know how to say be an advocate like without it sounding juicy but I think this is a really this is a really like interesting opportunity for me where I have some experience coming into it especially when it comes to um engaging with uh school admins and and working within a student association but i also have so little experience when i'm also thinking about how big this role is going to be for me and so i'm really excited to like test it out and see how it goes and um keep it pushing and see um and if i end up not liking it It is what it is. I signed up for it. I'm still going to keep it going. But I I, I sincerely think I'm actually going to enjoy it because I'm really, really, I'm really excited to see all the work that I can do at Korea. Thank you. For all the other CSU interviews, visit CJLO News on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.